Hi, hello, welcome to Spirit Led Women. I'm your host, Katie Coverline, and I hope after today's episode, you are so freaking inspired, girl, and on fire to go build your business and your life with the Holy Spirit as the foundation. Let's dive right in. Girl, I hope when you listen to my episodes, you feel like we are best friends because I promise you, one of my goals is to get some doors in this office of mine so you can't hear the trash man outside and his loud breaks or my daughter listening to Cocomelon. But I want that to show you that my podcast is relatable. It's not always perfect, but it is relatable. And to show you that I am a mom who is fighting for her best life. And when I say best life, I'm not talking about the biggest bank account. I'm talking about I want a life of prosperity in my heart, prosperity in my marriage, prosperity in watching my kids live out who God has called them to be, prosperity in my inner peace, prosperity in just abundance of happiness and peace and fulfillment. Sis, I encourage you so deeply to open up your Bible and listen Sometimes you guys kind of mean you're like, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. I promise you the Bible is not a rule book, friend. The Bible is protection. The Bible is literally, we. It, I'm in Corinthians and I'm reading and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm all over the place, but I need to open up my app and I need to start recording because these women are fighting anxiety every day. Have you ever realized what I'm doing is not working. I'm living, living. I'm in my 30s. I have all this anxiety. I have all this depression that creeps in. Can I tell you those two things do not come from your heavenly father? Do you know the Bible says he is the prince of peace, the prince of peace, friend. And I want to talk today about peace. I want to talk about like we have to stop keeping up with this world. It is it is getting worse and worse to where like when I get on my Instagram, of course, I'm scrolling my reels, right? Because I want to be able to find audios that I love. And my Instagram, for what pops up on your search bar, that is what Instagram know, knows you love. So if your search bar is full of a bunch of people that are making you feel inadequate about yourself and are causing you to feel lowly of yourself and causing you to feel insecure, sis, it's time we switch up the vibe. When I log on my scroll, I'm telling you, it is just sermon, pastor, sermon, pastor, women of, of just kingdom minded principles. And I'm like, yes, this is filling my heart. So first I want to start by saying Instagram can either wreck your day or fulfill your day. Your apps on your phone can cause you to go into depression or they can cause you an overwhelming sense of fulfillment. Okay. So I want to start by saying that I want to talk about peace. I want to talk about radical generosity because we live in a generation and it drives me bonkers. Can I tell you a secret? I'm going to tell you a secret right now. As of right now, December 6, 2021, this is the first year that I became a homeowner and moved into my dream house. Here's the secret. I was just as fulfilled with inner peace, with inner prosperity, with inner inner happiness as I was a year ago, sitting in my rental that I didn't have my dream backyard. I didn't have, you know, the, the, the kind of neighborhood that I envisioned myself in, but I was just as happy because when we read Corinthians, you guys, Paul, Paul was in prison. Paul was in prison when he wrote half of the second Testament. And you guys, he had mental freedom in prison. 
And I don't understand why we think, you guys, once you get the, a better car, yes, it's going to be more reliable and all these things. When we get a bigger house, yes, you might like drinking your morning cup of coffee in there, but it's not going to bring you more happiness. I am here to tell you right now that something bigger and better, a bigger bank account is not going to bring you happiness. It starts in the small. And if we can just open our Bible and realize that Jesus, he literally laid out the guideline to not live with anxiety, to not live with fear, how to have an overflow in our, in our wealth, how to have an overflow. It starts with giving. And this is where I want to talk about radical generosity. It tells us right here, if we just open our Bible and we stop running to the next guru, don't get me wrong. I love me some Tony Robbins. I love me some Eric Thomas. I love listening and learning from those people. But I also know that if I'm not running to my Bible for all of these things that I want, then um, I'm, 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 I'm running to the wrong source, friend. This Bible was written thousands of years ago for the sake of the goodness of our heart. It is the, is the gospel, which means the good news of God's kingdom. And he laid it out. He talks about just anxiety. He talks about all of these things that we are battling with, that you're battling with right now, driving in your car, on your way to daycare, on your way to work. Have you ever wondered why it's not getting better? Jesus is like, let me come into your heart, friend. So first let's talk about radical generosity because I preach to my network marketing team all the time. I'm like, when you get more, you're not going to be more happy. It starts in the small. And the Bible tells us if you are not faithful, I think I've said this on every podcast episode, I'm going to tell it to you again. If you are not faithful with small, you're not going to be more faithful with many. If you are dishonest with little, you will be dishonest with big. And it tells us in second or yeah, second Corinthians chapter nine. Okay. I'm going to read you a couple things. For, first, it is Chapter nine, verse eight, and it says, and God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all, under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Okay. It goes back and it talks about tithing. You guys, I am such a big, I don't pick and choose what parts of the Bible I want to believe. Okay. I'm not like, oh, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, but I'm not going to give 10% of my income. Right. Even my pastor talks about when we live in a scarcity mindset around money, I truly don't think God can give us all of the fruits of, of the earth and the, and the, the blessings that we want if we live in a fearful mindset around our money. When I get paid and I get my paycheck on Tuesday, I take it times 10% and I give that to my church. And this week, that 10% is gonna go somewhere different. I'm taking my kids into Target and we are going to tithe our way to God's kingdom by paying off um, other people's layaways. But I want to tell you that that starts in the small. It starts in the small. And what is God blessing you with right now? Is it an extra 300 a month? Maybe you're an Instacart driver. Maybe you're a DoorDash driver. Maybe you are, I don't know what you're doing, friend, but whatever God is giving you a vehicle to do, are you giving that 10% back to how you are getting spiritually fed? Are you trusting? Who, who are you trusting with your finances? Is God saying, sis, you've been running for me for a decade You've been in financial, you know, hardship for a decade. Would you just start trusting me as your provider? If you dive more into Corinthians, you guys, it goes on to say, 
and God who provides seed for the sower, okay? Seed for the sower. So if you're out there and you're trying to sow seeds for your business, you're trying to build a brick and mortar, you're trying to build a network marketing business, you're trying to build a boutique, it tells us right here, God provides seed for the sower and bread for eating. And okay, God provides seed for the sower and bread for eating will also provide and multiply your resources. The Lord provides your resources, friend, not the next Instagram course you're going to enroll in. Those things are great. You go and learn, sister. But God provides your resources. It literally tells us, Paul has written it out in Corinthians, how important it is to tithe, how important it is to give where you are spiritually fed, how important it is to understand that God will bless you with earthly blessings in abundance. It tells us you will be so financially blessed that you will be able to give on every occasion that he will provide new resources, okay? It goes on to say, he will multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness, okay? Which manifests itself in active goodness, kindness, and charity. Then you will be enriched in all things in every way so that you can be generous and your generosity administrated by us will bring forth thanksgiving to God. When people look at you, are they like, oh man, she is just making all this all this money or you know what whatever they're thinking I want people to look at my life and say kingdom builder kingdom principles gosh that girl is always serving at her church that girl is always I want my kids to grow up and have such kingdom principles in their heart that when they start middle school and high school that they are not drifted into the ways of the world that I want my daughter to use her beauty y'all Esther saved a nation that is that is that is just gold gold I can't even think of the word that is just a layout of how we can use our beauty. Esther was the most beautiful woman of her time and she used her beauty to save a nation. She didn't use her beauty to sell her soul or to use her beauty for the eyes of of the men around her. She used her beauty and how God called her to use her beauty. If we would just open our Bible, we would see that there is a layout for everything, you guys. And I want you to ask yourself, when people look at you, And when God has blessed you before, were you faithful with it? Were you faithful for what he's given you? And maybe that was an extra 500 a month. Did you go and blow it to try to keep up with the Jones? Or was he like, hey, 10% back where you're spiritually fed? You guys, that's literally that mindset is God's like, live off 90%, friend. Just give 10% back to my kingdom. That's how our churches are able to give. That's how they're able to provide the goldfish crackers for your kids that you're dropping off and all of the groceries that are being fed to the community and all the ways you guys, God is saying, if you would just trust me with your marriage, with your finances, with your children, with your, all of the things, I am the Prince of peace. Stop running from me and start running to me. You guys, there's so much goodness, so much goodness. And I'm going to open my notes real quick on my iPhone because I have some things I want to... The Bible also says it's so much more important to have... I forget what Bible verse, but like one hand of tranquility, one hand of peace versus two hands of stress. And sometimes I think if we just... We pack more on our plate. We sign up for this. We start doing this. We, we, we do all these things. And God's like, would you just slow down? One hand of tranquility. And when we talk about giving, you guys, you know, you know that the word pray is in the Bible 371 times, okay? 
Our pastor taught us this a couple weekends ago. Love is in the Bible 714 times. Believe is in the Bible 272 times. But give is in the Bible 2,161 times. Friend, he wants you to give. Maybe that's your time. Maybe you're like, you know what? I don't remember the last time. I'm going to tell you a secret right now. The most joyous day of my life in 2021 so far has been when I dedicated time to go serve in the motel ministry at my church and I knocked on the doors of these people and I we gave them Bibles. We gave them groceries. We, there were kids living in these motels and to just see the love of Jesus work in a motel and then to go, you know, just spend the day building God's kingdom. That that was better than the day that I saw, I got the, my dream house, better than being in Mexico with my husband, better than going to home goods and furnishing my house. Nothing is better than being in the presence of God and giving. And friend, when we don't serve in the little, I know what it's like to be on WIC. I know what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck for years and years and years at a time while building a business and understanding why, God, why is it taking so long for me? Friend, he grew my heart. He grew my character. And if he blesses us too early, I truly don't think we are good stewards of the time, the financial prosperity. And you might be sitting back saying, if I could just get a little more, then I would give my time friend, if we could just take a step back and say, God, I'm going to trust you with my finances. God, I'm going to trust you with the time you've given me. I'm going to trust you with my resources. Lord, I put it in your hands. I'm going to read you this verse one more time because you need to hear it. Okay. He provides seed for the sower. Okay. It's, it goes on to say, and he will multiply your resources. Sis, he ain't just going to give you one or two resources. It says he will multiply your resources for sowing. Oh my gosh. I just wish sometimes we would spend more time in our Bible. When people come to me for, for advice in their business, I'm like, I'm in my Bible. I'm in my Bible because my Bible tells me that he will multiply my resources, but I got to seek his kingdom. I can't be seeking Instagram. I can't be seeking approval. I can't be seeking my self-sufficient flesh of what I want to do. I want to seek God's kingdom. And when I sit in his presence, it is an overwhelming amount of peace. And it tells us he will multiply your resources for sowing and increase the fruits of your righteousness, friend. That means he can increase the happiness and fulfillment and the trust and the love in your marriage and in the, in the, in the peace of your home. Run to Jesus, friend. That's what I want you to do. Run to Jesus.